I'd have to say the reason I picked Cool as Ice is just because the inner sadist in me just loves to cause pain to others that makes me happy and kind of I find that funny but um, besides that it's a terrible movie and I think everybody should be aware of it you know when I pick a movie that's when I'm on to now the question always comes back to me what were they thinking now All right, stop. Collaborate and listen. Ice is back with the brand new invention. We want to know what were they thinking? Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, I tried to. I tried to theme it. I didn't. I didn't want to have to pay David Bo- the estate of David Bowie and Freddie Mercury a hundred dollars. What are you talking about? That's an original <laughs> pre- piece of art right there. Well, I had the arguments about when uh, that they. <laughs> presented in court as to why that was it was slightly different and did uh didn't apply to the um the, the lawsuit by them <laughs> we could do a whole He's like no it go- it goes up just at the end so it's totally different yeah. and, and the judge was like nope <laughs> the next the next court case the judge dealt with was the one where sylvester stallone wanted to, to put his name on the book of cobra yeah no no i wrote the screenplay so basically i wrote the book now <laughs> vis-a-vis math <laughs> oh boy we're in week three of listener's choice we're just no. over the halfway mark uh of course last week we talked about the dentist and this week mm-hmm. we are talking about cool as ice i oh by the way uh my name is brendan and I'm Nathan. And this is What Were They Thinking, of course, where we talk about bad to questionable movies, and that's what we're talking mm-hmm. about this week. The introductions are all out of order, but deal with it. You know, <laughs> deal with it. It's warm out. There was just a thunderstorm. Everyone's upset. Uh, cool as Ice. Starring, of course, Vanilla Ice. Robert Van Winkle. Robert Van Winkle. And also a few familiar faces. I mean... Oh my goodness. There's so many... The dad from Family Michael, Ties, yeah, yeah, or also or Tremors, Yo, yeah. Of if course. you're Stephen, is he? That's right. I mean, <laughs> they don't. They probably know Family Ties too. <laughs> they probably I, know Tremors I better. I hope so. No, they only know like Tremors Five Bloodlines or something. <laughs> I think he's in that one. Whatever, uh, whatever the like ninth terrible sequel is or something. <laughs> oh man! And then the the dude from uh, who was the I think the the captain on Rescue Me. Oh okay. He's he's one of the baddies. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the 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 school secretary from Greece. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so Naomi I, Campbell. <laughs> well, don't get too used to Naomi Campbell being in this movie, folks. No. <laughs> um, but this is cool as ice. This came out in 1991, I believe. I think so. Yeah, I, I believe this is when this is around the time when Vanilla Ice appeared on Saturday Night Live. So I'm assuming that's what he was promoting. It well, actually, I, I that's I might not even possibly be um, because this movie. If I remember correctly, I heard about it coming out, but I don't remember ever seeing it anywhere. Because I was a I was a big 
uh, Vanilla Ice guy back in the day. And had this uh, come around, I guarantee you I would have went to see it. Well, um, but I, I think it got like zero play. Oh, well, this is the thing. This is almost a small screen shameful episode. <laughs> this, yeah. This movie only played in like, it, it almost had a limited run. It didn't quite have a limited run, but it almost did. It was, it was pulled from a bunch of theaters basically because when they were set to release this movie, Vanilla Ice had almost completely fallen off the radar. Yes. Like, he was really on the downswing of his career. He hadn't started building houses yet. Um, and the rap, the rap was essentially over at this point. Yeah, but he was. Uh, let me see here, ninety one. Yeah, because um, there is a line on his live album. Yes, he has a live album, <laughs> um, where he says uh, the following line: "Eighty nine is my time, and ninety is my year." Mm-hmm. So you got to think. Okay, so he released a live album, which would have come out after, like, to the extreme, which was, like, his big album. Um, so if this came out in 91, yeah, he was he was just dr- getting ready to drop right off the radar. Uh, so much so that his, his next studio album, Mind Blown, uh, he's uh, rocking some dreadlocks and singing about weed. Yeah, he his career de- de- took a decided turn after this. Um, this movie has a fairly small budget. This cost $6 million to make, which oh. I still don't see where that went, unless it was all given to Vanilla Ice. Uh, to, it was actually, I, I think about at least a million was uh, dedicated to um, overall uh, budget. <laughs> and I don't mean the budget overall. I mean the overalls that he wore in this movie. <laughs> I was gonna say they must have they must have paid for the warehouse space too, and Naomi Campbell. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, at the box office, uh, I have the numbers here. Do you know how much it made at the box office? Oh, well, I guess it had three bucks. <laughs> so, cost six million dollars to make, and it made worldwide one point two million dollars. Damn. <laughs> That is a biggity biggity bomb. Oh wow! Not even a quarter of its budget. Back. No, and that is a small budget. Yeah. For a movie like this, imagine if this came out two years earlier. It probably would have made at least twenty-five. Yes. Had this come out, um, I would have said in like early nineteen ninety. Uh, it probably would have done considerably better. And Vanilla Ice has gone on record to say that he was given um, a lot of money to do this movie, and he yep. just kind of went, mm, okay. <laughs> because Which he was anybody would. Spending it left and right. Not good with mm-hmm. his money, much like his rival, MC Hammer. <laughs> but this um, movie begins, uh, Nathan, I would say with just a music video in an empty warehouse. Yes, I did. I actually have my note here. Is this a video shoot or a day rave? Oh, should we talk about what this movie is? It's the wild one starring Marlon Brando, but with Vanilla Ice. <laughs> oh, see here, I thought it was Rebel Without a Clue. A cause, cause. <laughs> I wrote that down at first, but then I read that like, oh, Vanilla Ice is. It, there's interviews where he talked about how he watched the wild one with Marlon Brando, and I'm like, that's what he's doing. Yeah, because the whole what are you rebelling against? What do you got? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the whole like motorcycle gang comes into town. So basically, yeah, he's he's in a dirt bike gang, <laughs> and they come into town, and their dirt bikes break down. And while he's in town, he falls in love with this girl who is uh, dating this douchebag. 
And meanwhile, there's also the mafia and witness protection in there. Because and that blew my mind. I totally forgot about that aspect. This uh, <laughs> thing about this movie is I have seen it a few times over the years. And every time I sit down to watch it, I forget how absolutely ridiculous it is. It is bananas. Yeah. It's crazy. So, yeah, the opening is a music video. I believe it's the of the title song, Cool as Ice. Yep. Featuring Naomi Campbell, and that's all she does. <laughs> yep. In, in fact, she's her credit is singer at the first club. <laughs> Yeah, she that's just she, she just sings with him and uh, and and that's it. And then I think I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> I say love that he's he's rocking a Miami Hurricanes hat that still has the price tag on it, like he's fucking mini pearl. Well, yeah, because the production team was like, we need to take that back when you're done with it. We've only got, <laughs> we got <laughs> you ran out almost our entire budget. We've got like twenty bucks to pay for wardrobe. <laughs> We gotta recoup the six million that we're spending on this thing. Um, I um, I also think, and I'm just gonna put out a theory here. I think they forgot to turn the cameras off after the video was rolling. Mm. Uh, it was done shooting because then we st- it just looks like awkward. Like, oh, we're done shooting the video. Everybody <laughs> just shuffle away, shuffling out. <laughs> I noticed as I was as I was watching it and moreover listening uh, to the opening because again, it's just a music video. Um, I don't know if I misheard this lyric or not. I didn't bother to look it up. But he I think there was a line that said, the gays are amazed. Yes, yes because I have that written down as well. Okay. Did, glad he, was, I, did he just say that all the gays are amazed, as in like they're so blown away by how hot he is? That's my exact wording. I'm, guess, I, I, I'm guessing if that is it. Yeah. Um, let me see if I can find the soundtrack, because I guarantee you the lyrics will be... Mm, ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I noticed during this opening is that the director of photography, his name is Janice Kaminsky. Now, mm-hmm. this fella, <laughs> two years after this movie, was the director of photography on a little movie called Schindler's List. <laughs> and in fact, That's fantastic. And in fact, since Schindler's List has been Steven Spielberg's DOP on virtually every film. So two years before he was making amazing, just wonderful, beautiful landscapes and and sweeping shots, he was doing Cool as Ice. I will say this. uh, The movie definitely has um, a style to it. Um, Technicolor vomit uh, might be a good way to describe it. There's definitely uh, a, a specific aesthetic to it. Yeah, uh, and, and and it changes quite often actually because when you were well, well, we'll get to all the different people who are in the town that he ends up visiting for no reason whatsoever. I'm convinced, by the way, that the music video stuff was shot last, and that's why it's so barren. Like it's just a warehouse with a fan. I I, I really think they oh, ran they're out just of money. Padding it. <laughs> I yeah, well, padding it, and I also just think they they had no money left. Okay. <laughs> like, so how do you want a de- uh, set deck? Can you get in here? Yeah, we got this fucking industrial fan. Guys, that's already part of the warehouse. Well, then we got nothing. <laughs> the lyric is, all that gays are amazed. Oh. That's the lyric. Well, that's so everybody not... who's watching is is amazed. Well, that's not as good. No. I was hoping he was just talking about how good. I was hoping he'd be like, super progressive. That all the gay people <laughs> loved him. Yeah. He's like a regular Judy Garland. Um, 
So uh, first of all, first thing gonna notice. So he has his like posse, his dirt bike, dirt bike crew, the DBC. Yes. Um, they make surrounding himself by these guys makes him look even whiter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know they're just they're riding around town, and I think they come up they come up um, they come up on this lovely young lady riding a horse, oh my and God. Vanilla Ice l- almost. Uh, that indirectly kills her. <laughs> uh, is this is this a reference to like almost like Top Gun or something? See, I I, I said Top Gun in my head, but but I want to say Hot Shots because <laughs> all I could think of is Charlie Sheen doing those ridiculous <laughs> tricks. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he jumps a fence and nearly uh, kills her because she's thrown from her horse, and then when. He gets her when he goes to see if she's okay. She <laughs> reaches out and cracks me. He's like, "What's that for?" I don't know. Maybe the fact that she almost died. Yeah, <laughs> literally falls off a horse, and he's like, "Oh, come on, girl!" And he even <laughs> says, "Like you hit pretty good for a girl." Oh, and then she's like, "You're just some macho biker." I'm like, oh, "Nope, what?" <laughs> No, I I guarantee, I guarantee you the local Hell's Angels chapter would have something to say about that. <laughs> macho biker. Yeah. Cuz every macho biker says, "Yep, yep." And where's the jacket that looks like they made it in their basement? Oh my god, the fucking jackets in this movie. <laughs> oh, so good. So, he continues on. That's just a little hint of the romance that is about to come later. Mm. He enters into, I'm going to say, a cartoon house. Well, actually, okay, let's, uh, I, I think the, at first he, he, they drive down to Main Street. And I hear you can only do that so many times. <laughs> um, down on Main these, Street. <laughs> these manicured uh, trees that line uh, the boulevard that look like butt plugs. Oh yeah, they all. I I honestly I wrote down at this point. I was like, they're entering the Stepford Wives universe. <laughs> yes, and uh, one of his uh, and because it, it can't be Vanilla Ice's bike, it has to be one of his crew. It can't be his bike that's acting up. But um, I was under the impression that his bike was tripping uh, because they only said it conservatively twenty times. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? You, you know, I never even thought about it, but you said it couldn't be Vanilla Ice's bike that's tripping, that, that like, you know, that broke down or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. If you watch interviews with him, or especially around this time, at least once every interview, he mentions how he was like a world dirt bike champion or something. He did do motocross, apparently, when in his younger days. He did, but I, I'm pretty sure some of the stuff he's talked about has been like, discovered to not be entirely truthful <laughs> oh you want yeah. <laughs> if we if, if we could steven izzy for a second and just uh take a bit of a tangent um they released a, a biography uh, of him uh when he was popular and uh it was supposed to be a bi- autobiography at least that's how they promoted it it was not uh and it had all these just salacious claims in it, which later were found to be absolutely one hundred percent fabricated. Yeah. Um. His 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 dirt uh his dirt bike prowess, um, as well as um the time he was assaulted and stabbed fourteen times. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I rem- so. I actually do remember that that thing about being assaulted. Um. Also, mm. if you want to see a hilarious interview, look up Vanilla Ice Arsenio Hall. It is the most uncomfortable. 
<laughs> the most uncomfortable <laughs> chemistry I've ever seen between two people. Well, you gotta you gotta understand. I mean, at the time, um, you know, it rap was pre- it was predominantly in black culture. Mm-hmm. So what happened was um, he just kind of flashed in the pan, and it was a whole. Um, Elvis type situation. Not saying that Vanilla Ice is uh, as gifted as Elvis was, um, but that he took music that had been struggling for years to try to kind of find a foothold in mainstream society and popular culture, and he just boom, he, he was there at the you know at the at the top of the charts. Yeah. Not unlike the first rap single uh, to make it to the top of the charts was by Blondie. <laughs> Yeah, Blondie, rap, yeah. rapper extraordinaire. Yep. Uh, the name was the name of the song was Rapture. Oh. Actually, so yeah. Shit, play on words. Fuck me, yeah. Blondie. Uh, so I guess this is, and it, it also kind of, of course, was a, it was fueled by the um, supposed feud between him and MC Hammer. Who I'm I'm under the impression that apparently you don't want to fuck with in real life. Well, I mean, they 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 indeed ask that you do not hurt him. Uh, he he is he's often asked that actually, or, or told not to hurt anybody. Yes. Um. Yep. He had he had some weird stuff too. Like he had a he had an album before he hit big called Funky Headhunter, which was a lot harder. Um. Then oh no, Funky Headhunter what came after that was like his third album that was a lot harder. And he had another one that was before that which was a lot more. Uh, again, uh, more straightforward uh, rap as opposed to pop rap. Um, but then, you know, Please Don't Hurt Him Hammer came out and it hit. And, you know, we were off to the races for a few years with pop rap uh, with the likes of him, Vanilla Ice, and Maestro Fresh, Maestro Fresh West and Snow. Uh, so we could have the Canadian contingent. Uh, Snow and Maestro Fresh West being the uh, MC Hammer and Vanilla Ice counterparts. Listen, I don't know a lot about MC Hammer other than obviously the famous songs that he's done. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know of a story. I don't even remember what musician it was, but apparently they said something to piss him off and somebody took them aside and said, you need to go apologize to him right now. He will fuck you up. Uh, it must have been like way, way back because after he kind of wrapped up things with, uh, as far as music goes, he became like a, he's like a minister or something now. Oh, he's, he's. I mean, yes, but apparently he is like a tough guy. Like if you approach him and like, like, like physically strong, well, dude, you don't you don't grow up in Oakland being a pussy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, um, cool as ice. Cool as ice. Yeah. So this <laughs> house that they stop by to to get their bike fixed has a giant world map as a roof. Um, uh huh. And it's run by what I'm assuming is the same character because it's the actor who played Mr. Chestwick in uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing he finally got out of that place and is running his own repair shop. Yes, uh, I actually thought I I thought at first uh, the uh, that it was like uh, Pee Wee's parents, <laughs> yeah. Pee Wee Herman's Pee Wee Herman's parents or Weird Al's uh, relatives or something well, because well they oof. did have some weird artwork so it might be Pee Wee's parents yeah. yeah there you go <laughs> um, but yeah so they're basically like yeah we'll we'll fix your bike and we can fix any bike and then they all they got is Chilton manuals Chilton try to fix this you know apparently. A bike that costs more than their house. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then we get our first of approximately eight million montages. Oh, uh, where they're driving? Where they're driving around town? And no, and, this uh, is this is the one where they're like, there's like, uh, some, one of them is like poking at some eggs. 
Mm. Um, one of it with a giant salt shaker. This is like a basically like a hipster artist house. Yeah, it was it was definitely weird. Uh, there was a guy who was making a peanut butter and pickle sandwich. I was on board with that. I was on board with peanut butter and pickles, and then he added sardines and mustard, and I was like, no, thank you, sir. That was disgust. That was almost as disgusting as last week's movie. <laughs> but peanut butter and pickles. Fantastic. I recommend trying it out. Yeah, I mean there was a burger joint out here at closed since closed down, but it had it served like a burger called the Elvis. Mm-hmm. And it was peanut butter, banana, and pickles, and it was delicious. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so but yeah, the sardines is a is a deal breaker. <laughs> and the mustard too. Oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> Horrible. Uh, honestly though, the biggest shock for me was probably that this repair shop is right in the middle of suburbia. I guess. It looks like it's I mean, right across the street from that girl's house. Well, no, they're not that close. Um, but they are, they're not far from it because, I mean, the town itself is, is quite small. Uh, so much so that uh, when the first time that they rolled through town, everyone has to stop and stare. I'm assuming because this is the first time they've seen minorities. <laughs> oh, Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Judging by the way this town looks, most assuredly, you are correct, sir. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Thank you. I've been drinking, Johnny. <laughs> that's, that's, that's to be understood, Ed. Yes! <laughs> so, cool as ice. Yeah, so Kathy. <laughs> we meet Kathy. Um, oh. well, okay, I have to ask a question. Could, I mean, Vanilla Ice, he, he's, going to, he's going to meet up with, he wants to meet Kathy, doesn't he? This is the is this the scene that coming up here? And he he just rolls up and he doesn't have a shirt on underneath his jacket. Because I have a note here. It says, "Put a goddamn shirt on." Yeah, it's when he rolls up while she's arguing with her boyfriend, Dick. Oh, sorry, I mean Nick. Nick, <laughs> you ain't wasting and my time. I'm just cooling. Just cooling. Oh my god! Drop that zero and get with a hero. <laughs> that line. That line. I knew that line. Uh. When oh my god, because when they were going into production on this movie, it was on like Entertainment Tonight or uh, Inside Edition or one of those Inside Entertainment shows, and they actually showed this clip where he was like, "Yeah, drop that zero and get with the hero." And and at the time, I thought that was great. At forty two, I'm like, "Oh my fucking Christ." <laughs> Yeah, it's not the most badass line. No, not in the least. And then, of course, he does that. Yeah, he does that whole thing where he's like, see you later, dick. And the guy's like, it's Nick. And he's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, um, the argument they're having, Kathy and her boyfriend, are like he's trying to tell her to go to the same college as him, I think. Because he's like, if we go to different colleges, you'll probably meet someone else. Yeah, because he wants her. Obviously, he he wants her to go to the same college so he can stay. You know, he can kind of keep con- controlling her and whatnot. But I mean, at first, other than that, I mean, you see this and you're like, okay, well, he's just of course he wants his girlfriend to go to the same college. And you do, you find out much later that he is awful. Oh, uh, yeah. but at first he seems like it seems like you know what I think Vanilla Ice is the villain here. <laughs> I mean. Granted, he does turn out to be a bit creepy. Well, just a little bit. Just a little. <laughs> um, but uh, Vanilla Ice commits it. I think his first crime of the movie is that he steals, like, Kathy's oh book. 
Yes, is, it calls it. He calls it her black book. Well, as if hold she's like on a, a second. Let's. Uh, if we're gonna start breaking down the crimes that this fella commits in this movie, we have. Um, Did we skip one? Uh, well, the whole um, uh, driving with undue care and reckless endangerment. Okay, sure. Because he jumps the fence and nearly kills her by having her thrown from the horse. Shooting a music video with Naomi Campbell, but not being attracted to her. I I'd assume that it, it, it that's not necessarily a crime, but I figured that uh, they were they were more than likely shooting without a permit. Yes, and then yes, then he steals uh, yeah, from from her. He does. Um, okay, my first big question comes up now because the uh, so Kathy is in her house. We we meet her family, so her dad, her mom, her little brother, and they're watching Kathy on TV. Oh, before that, they apparently star in a Sega commercial. Oh, by the way, every game sound, they combine Mario 2 and Mario 3 sounds. I only heard Mario 3. Sorry, Mario 3 and Mario 1. I believe they combine them. Like, I, I, I don't know. As, a, like a, a, as far as my memory goes, it sounded like they were combining different games, and I was very upset. No, it sounded, it sounded all Mario 3 to me. Um, they were off, though. I mean, because there's at one point where you hear like a do 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 do, and then it, it just immediately jumps in do 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 do. See, that's the thing. I thought I heard the Mario One Castle and then the Mario Three, one of the Mario Three levels. Either way, he was playing Mario, a Mario game, and they were able to get Mario sounds. So take that, evil pong. <laughs> Oh fuck that movie! Holy Putting shit. it on blast now. Oh, please do that movie is <laughs> horse shit. Um, but yeah, so okay, what? Why is Kathy on TV? I'm not sure about this. I'm guessing it's because she's getting getting scholarships to go to Ivy League. But schools. that's enough to get on the news. Local news. I mean, look at the size of the town. I mean, I guess. But, like, why aren't they talking about the butt plug trees like you talked about? Um, well, I'm assuming that, you know, that they that was a story earlier in the uh, in the broadcast. Because, I mean, you, you save the human interest stories for the end of the episodes uh, of the news. You send people off from the news, you know, feeling good about themselves. No one talks about that the, the weird pervert on the loose who's, uh, you know, creating, you know, sculpted butt plugs on Main Street out of, <laughs> out of the... Uh, out of the topiaries <laughs> I would have loved if like when they saw Kathy on the news it like made it clear that it was the first story <laughs> <laughs> breaking news <laughs> this girl is going to college <laughs> successful suburban white who rides horses is going to be even more successful what <laughs> also like and and then and then of course they're watching her and then her dad is on TV uh family ties is on yep. TV, and as we quickly learn, he's in witness protection, and I'm like, why would you be allow yourself to be filmed? Right? I, so my actual note here is, you could have just said no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could have just listened to Nancy Reagan yeah. and said no. All he had to do is, uh, we'd like to get an interview with uh, with you for your, I, I, no, I really, I'm not comfortable with that. Uh, I can't. Yeah, I don't want to be on camera. Yeah. Done. Uh, <laughs> that's it because that is go like, interview her teachers yeah exactly because that is like the crux uh, and you can tell the worst part is i think you can tell that he's like sl- casually subtly oh, he's, yeah, hiding he's himself trying to obscure his face <laughs> like, when he's talking on camera what are you doing 
yeah. <laughs> on the news. Um, and, and and then, of course, we see that the these mafia types, or not mafia types, I guess they're crooked cops. Were they? As I wasn't I totally know. sure. I thought cause... they were cops that got, like, I thought they were former cops that got they're... fired because of corruption, because he exposed them or whatever. Well, see, that's the thing. I They never make it super clear as to um, what these guys are. It's like, it could have been that um, the cops went away and these mob guys lost a bunch of money because of it. And of course, I mean, that's, that was my only thought because they didn't strike me as police officers because they were, they, they had no, uh, what I mean, Michael Gross really didn't show, he had too many tactical training (laughs) himself either so <laughs> I mean, yeah michael gross did not appear to be a former police officer either <laughs> there there was at one point in the movie where i was like oh my god this is gonna this if any other movie if this were any other movie he this would be a total straw dog situation where the unsuspecting nerdy guy becomes like this total badass Straight, just murking people left and right. Wait, are you suggesting a movie wherein Dustin Hoffman plays Vanilla Ice's role? Uh, no, I'm suggesting a movie in where Dustin Hoffman plays Michael Gross's oh, role. Oh, shit, because I would like to see both. I would like to see <laughs> Dustin Hoffman play dual roles, but that would make it so much weirder. <laughs> well, you look an awful lot like my dad, but sure. I guess it's a weird like dad complex thing. <laughs> <laughs> they call it an Electra complex, actually. Oh, Electra? Wait, Jennifer Garner's in this film? <laughs> She's the mom. Oh, we're getting way off the rails. <laughs> um, I think we go back to the... Uh, oh, no, the, don't they call him or something? Well, okay, so... Um, the mafia dudes uh, are like, here. hey, look who's on TV, see? Yes. Um, actually, what do I got here? I have the... the um, she was she was looking for her book, yeah, and because uh, she knows now that it's missing, and she's trying to retrace her steps. And she says, "I had it over at Nick's, but I didn't touch it." And that's when the little brother giggled. That's my note because I thought that was funny too. He's like, hey, um, "Didn't touch it." Yeah, uh, this movie is an absolute assault on the eyes in regards to color. Oh my god. Um, then yes, the uh, the dudes from the dude from Rescue Me uh, recognizes uh, Michael Gross. Um, Vanilla Ice utters the line, uh, I'm going to schling a schlong. Uh, <laughs> these, this all happened. This all um, happened in the movie. <laughs> uh, I have, good lord, he's a fashion disaster. Because he goes over to, um, to uh, meet Kat or to see her. Uh, her mother answers the door. Uh, and he's standing there, leaning in uh, with a shoulder uh, that has the word sex emblazoned upon it. Because he's wearing that... Down by law jacket. Yeah, and okay, we should talk about this because Vanilla Ice is all like, "Where's Kathy at?" And the kid goes, "She's at the Sugar Shack," which is hilar- a hilarious name. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna go down there." And the mom, not even for a second, is like, mm, "Should I report this?" <laughs> <laughs> like this strange. Well, not even. I mean, not even that. He goes. He leaves uh, their house and then goes and immediately talks to the the mob guys because apparently uh, it's it's a it's a no hour flight from New York to wherever the hell they are. Yeah, no, it's see what you can do is you can ask for coach, you can ask for first class, but you can also ask for plot convenience seating. 
Oh, okay. So that gets you to where you need to go, like, whatever is convenient to the movie. I I hear pre-screening comes with that, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a bonus. That's what you get. Yeah. Uh, so I think the uh, one of the bigger things that just got me, there's a whole down-by-law uh, jacket, because, I mean, not only are they referencing uh, a better movie, but there's also a punk band with it by that name. Okay. And it's like, you are not not oh my god where do you get off he must live near a bus station so you're saying like vanilla ice is punk to the extreme oh god no he rocks the mic like a vandal and also another punk band so (laughs) the vandals um so yeah he he, yeah he briefly asks the mafia dudes who are like staking out the house which by the way family ties out the house i knew you were i saw that coming <laughs> sorry <laughs> which by the way i'm like family ties just call the police and tell yeah. them there's people that are clearly waiting outside your house for you yeah um but vanilla ice talks to them and then family ties sees it and he's like oh my god he must be one of the one of the mafia he guys must be with them yeah and i'm like what <laughs> and they give him directions to the sugar shack he calls them schmucks yeah and then he goes to the sugar shack uh which i was expecting something entirely different Oh, yeah, I was expecting a brothel. I uh, no, I well, uh, th- the that illusion aside, I was expecting more of like a uh, a keen teen diner. Oh, from the 50s. Yeah. Like one uh, that like Shia LaBeouf might visit from the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Sure, there you go. <laughs> um, but no, it's the apparently the best Indiana uh, Jones I, film of all time. <laughs> he, he visits what I think is uh, I think it's a roadhouse. Um, where Joe Rogan, a young Joe Rogan, is playing uh, a ba- like with his band, and they're singing like psychedelic rock and roll, and the teens are awkwardly dancing. But the- okay, so the the teens in, in the crowd look like fifty squares dancing, but the guys singing are are dressed like um like a sixties or seventies psychedelic a psychedelic prog rock band, and the whole aura that's happening within the sugar shack is just skeezy 80s bar like you would have seen in like rhinestone yeah oh god coming soon there's <laughs> so many things there are so many different eras clashing in this in this sugar shack um yes and i love how vanilla is immediately when he sees that guy singing he's like fuck this dude like basically oh my god and i don't know it's it's so goddamn ridiculous it just it's like yeah we're just gonna unplug the band plug in our equipment which we didn't have no when we came in and just to start uh, dancing and busting around i will say this i i I was really starting to get uh get on board with the the soundtrack um for this movie uh when the slow jam came on though i was immediately off the board (laughs) that actually made me laugh the most that was worse. Uh, what's the name of the song he does? Is People's Choice? Oh, yeah. He says, I'm the People's Choice. There's also a line here while he's rapping. He says, go take a nap. Get off the crack, Jack. Okay. <laughs> his Solid solid life advice from Vanilla Ice. <laughs> his backup singers, by the way, are terrible. <laughs> um, and also, this is the point where we they really amp up like how awful Dick is. Sorry, I mean Nick. Yeah. Um, because he's uh, the girl. What's her name? Kathy. Cat. Yeah. Cat. She yeah. doesn't drink. Um, and he says, whatever, brings in his own alcohol and yeah. then starts calling her a slut. 
Yes. And he says, and of course you don't drink, so that's not your excuse. And I'm like, so, whoa. I actually have, I, I have underlined, now we can hate Nick. Well, and then he says, because he, he tries to kiss her, and she says, don't. And he li- the line is literally, all you say lately is don't. You are a rapist. <laughs> A bit of a harsh take on that one. Well, but, I mean, you know. all you say is don't? Like, that's... <laughs> <oof>. <laughs> if that's your takeaway, Nick. <laughs> or at least, oh. Is he at least a sexually aggressive young man? <laughs> yes. Well, I mean... Against that's... one's will. Technically, so, uh, rape. Did they ever say what university he was going to? Because I bet it was Duke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you're right. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's because he's like, you were all flirting with him and shit. Like, ah, what's wrong with you? And she's like, well, I'm going to go home because I don't want to get assaulted in your car. <laughs> <laughs> and she starts walking home by herself. Um, and yeah, and, and it was it was really nice of the street sweeper not to like just totally hose her down as he was driving by. <laughs> uh, and then Thomas of Finland shows up to drive her home. Oh, wait, it's not Thomas of Finland. It's Vanilla Ice in his biker leather. He's like, quick, get on my dirt bike. <laughs> no, no, he just he just drives her home, and he, um, uh, they for some reason, uh, Groove is in the heart is, is on the soundtrack. Um, it's like one of the really bright spots about it. Um, but she's like, eh, whatever. You know, I think you drove me home. That's whatever. See you later, bye. And he's like, this again. Yeah, he's getting he's getting ice cold balls. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, because like the dad comes out and again he thinks Vanilla Ice is in the mafia somehow. Um, yes. Even though, like again, he was talking to them, but like, come on. They they frame that much much worse later, but uh, we'll we'll get to that. Oh, okay. Uh, is this is where Nick jumps him at the uh, at at another bar or something? Oh no, he goes to uh, Dick in the Balls. Uh, go to um, the cartoon house, the cartoon right. repair shop, and start like beating the fucking bikes with baseball bats yeah and vanilla ice shows up and he's like those are my bikes dog mm-hmm. and they have like a classic like uh dust him up here yeah and it's it's nice for all of his gang to to agree to fight vanilla ice one by one <laughs> yes i love that the classic and to let him recover every time they take a shot at him the classic like foot soldiers <laughs> <laughs> Wait yeah. till the guy before you is done. Now, there were, you said it was at the cartoon house, but the, there were two people who just like stood up on the porch and watched. Was it? Uh, but it wasn't. It wasn't the. It wasn't the. It, it wasn't Pee Wee Herman's parents. But it must have been the cartoon house because that's where all the bikes were. I, well, I mean, only one bike was was uh, out of commission. But I thought that's the one they attacked because then later that's why they have the that's why later they're like, oh, it's going to be delayed even more now. No, that's because they're inept and they took the whole thing apart oh. because they have the line, like I always said, you you can't put something back together if you haven't taken it apart. <laughs> oh, okay. So, well, I take it back. Everything's flawless. <laughs> <laughs> But there is a big, there is a big, uh, you know, socias and greasers fight here. Oh my god! And <laughs> thanks for the outsiders reference. <laughs> no problem. Got it in. <laughs> it wasn't even that them. No, nope. it wasn't even that outsiders. <laughs> <laughs> but shortly after this, <laughs> Kathy wakes up to 
ice cubes being melted into her mouth. <laughs> See, this was the part of the movie where I was like, he's a big creepy too. And then, you know, when she gets up and she has to wipe her chin. <laughs> yeah, I, and Vanilla Ice is just laying in her bed, just holding an ice cube over so her. So there's breaking and entering. Breaking and entering. Um, Trespassing as well, because he, her, her, her um, you know, the, the, the window to her room is around back, so he had to, you know, come fully onto the property. Listen, gentlemen listening, if you're not in a relationship with someone... Don't, like, surprise them by laying in their bed and dripping ice cubes into their mouth while mm-hmm. they're sleeping. Yeah. Even if you are in a relationship with someone, make sure that's established as something they have no problem with you doing. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, at this point, she uh, she snatches away his uh, wallet because he was there to return her organizer. Mm-hmm. Uh, because she called him out on it at the, at the, you know, the, the fifties, sixties, eighties club. Yes. And, um, all decades so, allowed. Yes, exactly. Uh, and she's looking at his license and she says, Oh, John Van Owen. I was like, that's a, that's a dig at his real name, isn't it? Oh yeah. Robert Van Winkle. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Van Winkle. <laughs> oh. Yeah. He should have just went with that as his rap name. Because... <laughs> RPW. I mean, yeah. I, I think I would have been fine with that. Robert Van Winkle. Nothing rhymes with Winkle. Van Winkle. Nothing rhymes with Van Winkle. Stop. Is that tap my laces? Sorry, that's my Jim Carrey. <laughs> Your Jim Carrey. I got. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I, I remember the. It was on in Living Color. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. Uh, this is when oh, Cat's little brother. Uh, kind of barges in oh, yeah. uh, during their whole exchange, and he wants to he wants to go on a bike ride with uh, with Vanilla Ice. Well, because Dick and, won't take him on one, right? Um, and he says he says I'll take you soon. He's like, when you guys are done making sex, and I'm like, get that shit kid out of the room. <laughs> and here's where I thought um, Vanilla Ice's uh, overalls uh, was a fanny pack. <laughs> At first. So you thought instead of a rapper, he was a 90s wrestler? Well, here's the thing. Got it in. Um, you did. Uh, and also, they they were atrocious then, and they're atrocious now. <laughs> you I, suck I, then, and you uh, suck now. Absolutely. <laughs> I, can still, I can still remember uh, the last time I was at involved with a wrestling show. It's still given... Um, old crafty the the gears for for his fanny pack and then uh like three other guys walked in i was like you all look fucking ridiculous (laughs) a bag is not that hard to carry guys come on (laughs) (laughs) they're fucking zubas and fanny packs good lord Um, (laughs) so okay he's wearing these overalls and the with the bib and everything down and then clasped obviously so the you know the things that are supposed to stay up over your shoulders aren't constantly swinging around and hitting other people mm-hmm. the style if i remember at the time was actually to wear one strung up and the other laying loose <laughs> yes yes you're right yeah and he wears them with both down and like i said he i think he's wearing a fanny pack and then patty pointed out to me that no they're overalls but they're both down and she's like how are his pants staying up i was it's very clear that vanilla ice has childbearing hips (laughs) yes it's the only explanation i mean there's no there's no fancy belts there's no uh unless he's using a glue gun 
No, right? No, who does that? No one uses glue and overalls. That's ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah. But he doesn't take he, he doesn't take uh, the br- little brother on a, a motorbike ride. He takes Cat on a motorbike ride. Well, first, and like the he, trollop that she is, she does not ride side saddle. Well, well, and before that though, Nathan, we have to we have to say he does fight his greatest foe yet. Addiction. Uh, the sprinkler system. Oh. <laughs> and Diction is second. Yes. Addiction. Yes. <laughs> but he do, yeah he does take a, a dirt bike ride with Kathy, which is not meant to sound like a gross thing. I apologize. <laughs> and it just it, it becomes even grosser, especially when we when they pull up and there's that pile driver there going boom, boom. I was like, is this symbolism? Oh my god! And it's the worst. By the way, it's you the could worst. tell that the DP went on to make Schindler's List by that that shot alone. <laughs> It's the worst foreshadowing too, right? Yeah. <laughs> because yep. it comes up later. Um <laughs> but he basically they have this like conversation where he's all like, What's it like having a family in junk? Yeah. And Jeez. and she goes another great exchange is she's like, Where are you from? And he's like, around, around and she goes, yeah, Around? That doesn't tell oh, me that my- much. And he goes, Doesn't it? Oh god, the the vanilla ice philosophy in this movie is just mind bending (laughs) well and this is i think where he got the idea for his uh home building show because they start (laughs) flirting and chasing each other around at the site of a house being under construction (laughs) you want to hear the fun fun way he actually got involved with the whole uh home renovations thing oh my god losing his house oh no that's actually (laughs) the saddest thing ever (laughs) He what happened was well I mean he made like a, an ass ton of money well the money that didn't go to Freddie Mercury David Bowie and Suge Knight if the rumors are to be believed wait are you saying that he didn't spend his money responsibly oh not not, not the least Ooh. how however I will say um, that the money that he got off of this he can't blame Suge Knight for taking because he only took the Ice Ice Baby money again allegedly um. So, yeah, apparently when things just were just bottoming out for him, uh, he had to sell a, a, a domicile or two, uh, and he wanted to get top dollar for it. So that's how he got into home renovation. Wow. And so by the time he sold the houses that he had to help rebound from his financial crisis, he'd actually gotten into flipping houses for a profit. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> He is a subtle and nuanced individual who just needed some time, I feel. He is he's a really a interesting cat interesting, now. <laughs> yeah, he's a very interesting person. Um, at this point, it, it's that song you said is your favorite part of the oh movie. Oh my god, this the, the soft jam. I actually and I, I it's the it's my least favorite part of the movie. It's my least favorite part of the soundtrack, and it's my least favorite part of any uh, uh, pop rap at all. Because it always it always sounds the same to me. Oh, every time I hear a slow jam rap song, girl, girl, like I was like, come on, dude. Always <laughs> hanging know, out with Kathy yeah, at the construction find a, site. Find a thesaurus. Girl is under G. I'll wait. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never been. I've never been a fan of the slow jam. It's not good, but I I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so like that's fair that's ridiculously fair. out of nowhere um yeah. because before this they played like an rko hey got another one yeah. um because before this they played like a slower 
not like a slower song, but like kind of a, a romantic song. And then this one was just like, no, diving in. Like we're in now. <laughs> <laughs> and this is when he's uh, they're out. They're having a little montage, and uh, he's like teaching her to ride the bike, and they're riding around. And he's he doesn't have his shirt and stuff on. I'm like. He is he is an unfit, lumpy individual. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not going to be on the cover of GQ anytime soon, but you would think that he would have gotten like they would have gotten him like a personal trainer. He's like, you're going to have some shirtless scenes. You need to look fit. I feel like it's because of when they filmed it. Okay. I feel like it's because I feel like they started filming it at the peak of his fame. And mm-hmm. as they were filming it, it just dwindled and dwindled and dwindled. And he cared less and less and less. less, and less. <laughs> I did enjoy at the end of that montage where normally you would have like a, a, a soft kiss or an embrace. They've got, they've got like this good game walk, like side hug going on. <laughs> oh, they do Mac though. They do make out though at the end of this. Yeah. Yeah. She says, she says, I would like to do something that I've never gotten to do before. And when they make out, I'm like, wait, you've never kissed a guy or you just never kissed Vanilla Ice? (laughs) (laughs) And did you notice, this was like maybe a small thing, but when they kiss, he has an audible like, mmm. Yes, yes, I did. I actually noted that, that "Mm." (laughs) mmm. That was disturbing. (laughs) Well, what is more disturbing uh, is is when uh, Kathy goes home. Um, and she's confronted by her father, yeah, Michael Gross, uh, who um, has said, I, I saw him with his friends, and I don't like, we don't, I don't want you hanging around their type. And I'm like, oh, now he looks like a racist. <laughs> Which I'm surprised they didn't pick up on or do anything with at all in the movie. Well, you're, you're claiming this film has some sort of awareness. <laughs> I, you know what? I feel that they're, considering the way he said it, I think there might have been something where they were trying to make him out to look like that, but it just got cut because, again, like so few people cared, and his popularity was so much in the toilet. They were like, we need to wrap this because the studio is bleeding money because of it. (laughs) $6 million. Don't get recouped overnight, guys. Nope. (laughs) So let's wrap this up as quickly as possible and just shovel it out into the world. And we find out at this point, too, the dad says that Dick is in the hospital. Yes, Which because I was uh, like, of the beating, apparently, Vanilla Ice gave him. I didn't know he hospitalized him. The <laughs> one man beating that oh Vanilla God. Ice gave. Um, I also want to know why. how has Michael Gross not called the town on uh, his neighbors across the street who apparently have a fucking spotlight in their yard <laughs> and just shine it at his house constantly? Yeah, well, you know, he's, he doesn't want to be intrusive. Witness protection, got to lay low. There were several times when, uh, like, uh, Vanilla Ice it was like it was there in the evening, and it was just the, the brightest light coming from across the street, and I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> there's some some poor lighting choices going on there." <laughs> uh, we get another. Uh, I guess we get another. Was it another brief montage? Because uh, the this the secretary from Greece is doing some dancing. Oh yeah, she's um, getting down. Yeah, and then for and then for no reason we go back to Michael Gross uh, giving his witness protection story. Oh yeah, and it's a very like after school special. <laughs> yes, the way he tells his daughter about the whole witness protection thing. And I'm sorry, I want to see his movie, like his <laughs> his before he went into witness relocation movie because it sounds infinitely more interesting than this movie. Oh, one thousand <laughs> percent. Yeah. 
but yeah, he he tells her and and he tells her about like um about how this about how Vanilla Ice like he saw him talking to the 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 mafia dudes and yeah. essentially without saying it, she basically says, "Dad, he's too stupid to be in the mafia." <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> this was the point where I said that um, this was where, like, in, in any other movie, like, B- Michael Gross would have been rising to the occasion to defend his family a la, you know, D- Death Wish or Rambo Last Blood. <laughs> oh, that would have been quite a twist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, but not, at least this movie wasn't as racist as Rambo Last Blood. <laughs> No, I suppose that's fair. <laughs> Although it, it, there's some there's some dicey moments. Um, yeah. So after this, Ice uh, Vanilla Ice comes by to pick up Kathy again, but she's like, "No, I can't hang out with you." She's mm-hmm. she's ba- and she basically says like, "How do I know you don't say this to any to every girl?" Like she she essentially accuses him of being a man whore. Yes. And uh, you know, of course, because of all that, it's time for another montage, a contemplative montage. So many montages. Doesn't this montage uh, start with essentially him saying, whatever, you don't know me? Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, uttered by every bit of white trash that ever graced a Jerry Springer stage. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> whatever, whatever. <laughs> I know how to flip houses. What do you do? Whatever, you don't know me. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, and and um, by by the way, Kathy lives a nightmare life because not only does she have that dude, I'm gonna I'm just gonna call him Dick. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what everybody else calls him. Not only is like this Dick in her life, mm-hmm. but her friends dick are in her life. <laughs> her friends are awful too. Yeah, well they're they're pretty terrible because yep. they're like, well maybe if you go see Dick in the hospital and just like apologize. Well, he's calling me right now. Actually, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask him about it. Hello. Yeah. No, I... No, I think we're treating you pretty fairly. Now, what do you mean? No, no, because later on, you just straight up... No. No. You know what? No. Good good day, sir. Good day. You lose good day. What a dick. What a dick. God. Anyhow. So, thanks a lot, dick. Um, Yeah, right? Uh, shit kid goes to visit Vanilla Ice and he's like, check out my hair. Oh my God. <laughs> he's sitting on an, he's sitting on an outside couch. Yeah. It, not, not like a, a, an outdoor patio couch, but like just a, like a couch that you would find in somebody's living room, which has now been placed outside. Oh, well this is, see, this is a thing I've unfortunately seen before many times being in a university town. It's, we call them syphilis couches. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not something I would do. But uh, uh-huh. unfortunately, I've seen it, and then they like to just burn them on the street, so that's fun. Oh, I didn't, never did that. I, I did. We did have one for the longest time when I was in when I was in, again in university, like you said. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, he's like because he, Vanilla Ice basically goes, he he tells Vanilla Ice, yeah, I, I did my hair, I did it myself, and he's like, yeah, I can tell. <laughs> Fuck you, Vanilla Ice. Like your hair looks any better? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, the the hair, the eyebrow. Uh, let's and his his actually his his hair um, gets uh, less and less tight, uh, as the kids say, as the movie goes on. It does. I also noticed. Um, so I I found this out that this movie is not even PG thirteen. Like it's just PG. Yeah. Um, which kind of 
surprised me um especially because in this scene where he agrees to give the kid a, a a ride um the kid he straight up kidnaps him well he does and he also so there's another crime to go on the list he also flips the bird at dick oh well i mean that's why it didn't get pg-13 because he dick deserved it uh, yeah i don't know <laughs> i feel like the middle finger would push it over the edge i mean you can't even see that in wwe these days and that's supposed to be pg so Ah, well, you know what they say about the MPAA. Uh, it's garbage. Yeah, it doesn't. it's not consistent whatsoever. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I mean, I just saw a movie the other day from like the late 80s. So PG-13 had well been established. It was PG-13 and there were four F-bombs. There you go. I, I've, I also feel in this situation, though, so <laughs> submitted this to the MPAA and they were like... Vanilla Ice is in this? Ugh, just PG. Get it the fuck out of here. I don't want to watch that. Yeah. Jack doesn't want to watch it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, he kidnaps him. You're right. He shit kidnaps yep. him. Yep. And then shit kid gets shit kidnapped again. Although that kid is smart enough to, to wear a helmet. Yeah. Do you notice that nobody in his his bike gang wears a helmet? Nah, they, it's, that's not for real, dog. Right. Uh, the, yeah, so the kid gets goes home um he, yeah he does a little, uh before he gets kid before the kid gets kidnapped um vanilla ice does a little more b and e uh and kills her fish by throwing that ring in her fish tank or fish bowl okay that was weird <laughs> for another reason too because when that kid gets kidnapped and the ring is in the bowl i'm like wouldn't that look like you did it he and that's your it? calling card <laughs> Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, girl, you're not gonna take me back. I'm gonna take your fucking brother. <laughs> and again, this is where the movie um, did better than Evil Bong because this kid actually played Tecmo Bowl. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, <laughs> I I thought it was great. That, doesn't the kid try? He tries to call nine one one. Why do they when, wait till he gets someone on the line? But that's just it. Like I was like, oh, come on. Please make it. Please make the joke. Please make the joke. Please, please, please. And they never do. Absolutely, that kid could have been like, oh, 911's a joke in this town. And then throws the phone. <laughs> Public enemy. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I do think it's weird that they waited for him to get someone on the line, though. Yeah. Um, hello? <laughs> Pull the line before he dials it, dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> Because I, I I know based on experience because apparently I did this when I was very young and didn't know what was going on. Um, I dialed nine one one just for funsies, and then yeah. hung up the phone immediately. And officers showed up to the house. <laughs> yes, because uh, and um, on contrary to popular belief, you don't have to keep the person on the line for two minutes to trace a call. No. Especially if there's no call blocking going on, like there would be in this case, right? There's no call blocking going on here. So as soon as that kid dialed into 911, it would immediately populate the phone number and where that phone number is located. Yep. But back at the back at the cartoon repair shop. Uh, oh no! Before that, why does it take so long for 911 to pick up? How big is this town? I mean, how rampant with crime? I suppose they do have a uh, they do have a rogue gardener making giant butt plugs on Main Street. So it's some sort of like perverted Edward Scissorhands. I guess, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to see that movie. That's just the porn parody of Edward Scissorhands. That would be Edward Penis Hands. <laughs> yeah, that, which is a real porn parody. Uh, wait, what? Yep. All right, coming next week. <laughs> Listener's Choice Month is over. <laughs> Edward penis hands. Um, that's not even clever. 
<laughs> you'd be like, I don't know what it would be, but it could come yeah, on. Because that's what I that's what I tune into pornography for the the the, the cerebral mind workout. That's what yeah. I, that's what I tune in. For. Come on, where's my Harry Twatter? Where's my the penis? <laughs> come on, help me out here, guy. We get it. We get another montage oh, for some reason. Sorry, I just want to say one more porn title. Okay. Um, when I was in the states, uh, I I was at the Virgin Mobile Mega Store, and okay. uh, back when that was a thing, one of the pornography titles was "Come on My Tattoo 5. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a very specific fetish. <laughs> oh, and, and by the way, their pornography section was directly outside the woman's washroom. You tell me that wasn't intentional. How does the Virgin Megastore have a pornography section? It, just, it did. I, I was weird. shocked as you are. This is right in Times Square, Tourist Central. Oh, that makes sense, actually. Times Square used to be a huge porn central. Oh, but this is like the new Times Square. Like, this wasn't that long ago. I mean, I guess it was yeah. like 12 years ago, but still. Yes, but I mean, you got to maintain, you know, some of the perverts who are still coming there. If you want to get that clientele returning to your store. There was a peep show at Old Times Square. And I'll just say this. See? Many of our people, maybe many of our people, many of the people with us did go in. I wanted to, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was probably just a bunch of VHS tapes running on a loop because uh, that's what that's essentially what the ours were when I worked in Vancouver. Ah, oh, fuck. Kathy is very sad. She is. Um, but she doesn't realize her brother is kidnapped, I think. Right. Uh, because they haven't got the... Oh, no. She, no, she does. Because this is where I got... Um, uh, he he essentially... Vanilla Ice essentially gives them the ransom tape. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's like there's a there's a tape like mailed to them. And he comes to the door and he's like, oh, by the way, this is yours. Makes it yeah. look like he's giving it to them. And when they put, the, for some reason, when they put the tape in and play it, they have to add like a ton of cartoon sounds. <laughs> what? Because when they put the tape in, it was like, boom, bang, boom. Like them pressing play was like, boom. And then the, and then it played. And then and when they stopped and when they pressed stop and eject, it was like, bang, boom. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is that? The Foley guys were drunk when they did this scene. <laughs> Clearly. But yeah, he basically the tape is basically just like, um, you got to give them their money or they're gonna murder me essentially. Yeah, he says he says something with to the effect of, uh, "I'm here and having a, a good time, um, and I won't be coming back home. But if you decide to give your friends the money you owe them, I will be glad to come back home. I mean, it's but better if you don't. I won't. It's better acting than most of the people in this movie." That that's fair, especially Vanilla Ice. Oh, oh my God, some of the fucking delivery that guy gave—he's the most unnatural actor ever. Oh, just terrible. You know, some musicians can do it; others should not. And and it's not like this character was much of a stretch. I mean, he's essentially just saying lines as himself. Yeah, but still, it comes across as stilted. And oh, God. up next on Vanilla Ice CSI. Oh, I have uh, Columbo Ice. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because Kathy goes to see Vanilla Ice, and she's like, "Look, the ta- look at this tape that that they sent with my br- my brother's been kidnapped." And he's well, like, that's because Nick said he saw uh, her brother with him earlier, and is basically implying that yeah, no, he totally did kidnap your little brother. Yeah, because yeah. the the kid flipped me off, so he looked very distressed. Yeah. <laughs> so they play the tape, and Vanilla Ice is doing this like, "Hold on, rewind that. Hold on, stop, rewind." 
collaborate and listen. <laughs> um, he does it 1,800 times. Yes. And then he's like, you hear that thunk? That thumping sound? That's the construction site. And I'm like, what are you talking about? No, she remembers that. Oh, okay. She re- he's like, yeah, that's right. And they're like, but like that, I, regulators, I, mount up. I know that that's like where it is, but holy shit. That's a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> There's no. This is not like a. This is not like a 2010s movie where they can like put it into a, a fucking audio program and boost part of the audio. Can we? Can we? Can we? Can we just? Can we isolate that? They, yeah. Now, 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 pull it up. Yeah. Now clean it up a little bit. <laughs> they don't have. Uh, they don't have a Shane West's uh, program that he has in his <laughs> in his room and whatever it takes. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. But yeah, they and, find, what, and they go there. They go there, and the kid's being held there, and they're ma- the the guys who are holding him are idiots, um, and they're like, "Oh, uh, the Martians have landed. Are they the lead Martians? Man, follow us. We're the Martians." I'm like, "These guys are the worst kidnappers, and they are not taking any of this seriously." No, he's like shining a flashlight at the kid as if it's like a lightsaber, right? And he's just waving it all around. Like, I'm sorry. You know, uh, that is drawing way more attention than you want. And you already know that Vanilla Ice and his guys are right outside. Yep. You Like, he, he already looked outside and saw them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, but they, 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 they sneakily take off and make them think that they're gone. And then they just randomly crash through a wall and save the kid. With no issues whatsoever. None, like none whatsoever. Kick their asses. I think Vanilla Ice conservatively takes three punches in this entire movie, and, and recovers immediately. Yes, because <laughs> he's the crow. <laughs> oh my god! There's that sequel. <laughs> but they do. They they um they get the kid, the shit kid, and uh, mm-hmm. tie up the bad guys, including I think the lead bad guy. I thought they had a third guy that they brought back. Maybe not. No, no, there was only the two bad guys. Oh, okay. But they bring yeah. them back, and uh, Family Ties comes over, and he's like, hey, you know what? I had you wrong, so thanks. And I've been like, it's like, doesn't really matter. <laughs> and then make sure he tells Kathy, yo, college doesn't start tonight, so let's G.O. Oh, my God, that... Mm. It's, uh, isn't it quicker just G-O. to fucking say go? Go. There are fewer syllables involved. Uh. So Dick is all, you going to leave me for this punk? And she's like, peace, Dick. Mm-hmm. And then Vanilla Ice <laughs> drives away, but then stops, collaborates. Collaborates, then <laughs> listens. <laughs> yeah. And drives over Dick's car like a ramp. So again, more uh, driving with undue care and destruction of personal property. Oh, and there's cops right there too. Yeah. But yeah. nothing happens, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, and then he drive. they drive off and, uh, we finish. She goes to, uh, another video shoot slash day rave. <laughs> yeah. Another video shoot in a fucking empty warehouse. And I'm pretty and sure this whole song is just an MC hammer slam. Well, there's that, uh, he's wearing like this button up that looks like a, like a button up power Rangers outfit. And, uh, at, no, there's one point where he talks about, uh, all the different girls he's had. And I'm like, is she even listening to the lyrics that he's laying down? <laughs> so she's right. He is a man whore. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that, um, that's, that's, that's cool as ice. It's cool as ice. It's a, it's a fucking wild ride. Yep. Nathan, <laughs> do you think people yep. need to watch this thing? Yep. Yep. 
<laughs> I gotta say the same. This movie is terrible. Like, don't get us wrong. I think we can both agree this is a really bad movie. But, but it needs to be beheld to believe. Yeah. Yeah. It, it absolutely needs to be experienced. It's uh, it's like I said, it's a wild fucking ride. It, it's like it's nothing you expect. It, like you expect like a vanity project for a musician to be kind of stupid and whatever. This is, I guarantee you, <laughs> you'll be blown away. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I don't know what happened. Drugs, I'm assuming. Uh, well, you know, uh, there's that and also the rampant decrease of his popularity due to the rise of grunge music. It's almost like you can watch the decrease during the course of the film. Almost. Almost. But uh, we are going to take a brief siesta and we will be right back. What were they thinking? What were they thinking is brought to you by HostGator. HostGator is a leading provider of shared, reseller, VPS, and dedicated hosting solutions. Award-winning support is available 24-7, 365 days a year via phone, email, and live chat. Discover why over 9 million websites trust HostGator. Use the coupon code SCHLUCK for 25% off your first purchase. That's SCHLUCK, S-C-H-L-O-C-K, for 25% off your first purchase. What Were They Thinking is brought to you today by GameItAll.com. Whether it's video game news, the latest in music, or movie reviews, GameItAll.com is your one-stop shop for all nerdy talk. What were they thinking? Wake up from your siesta, Whoa, 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 whoa. <coughs> Take it down. Sorry, uh, I was. I, well, it's, that's it happens when you're roused from a, a good siesta. Mm. Mm. Agreed. Nathan, what is it time for? Uh, it is time for the low haiku. Care to describe what that is? Well, the low haiku is 17 syllables to describe the cinematic masterpiece which we have just discussed for a little over an hour. Okay, uh, I'll start us off here. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Witness protection? Dumb little dance sequences? Sexual assault? At least attempted. That ice cube mm. thing was <laughs> weird. <laughs> Unsettling. Yes. <clears throat> Robert Van Winkle. On par with Olivier. Zeke Olivier. <laughs> I was a little scared until the end. <laughs> as as a famous Olivier would say, this shit is piss. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, stop! Collaborate and listen. Because it's now time for... Yeah, folks, don't, don't. Although this is a lopsided uh, affair a little bit, but I feel like <laughs> it's one of those movies where people think they're hilarious. Yeah? When they post uh, uh, positive reviews of. 
You know what I mean? It's like yes. that thing where mm-hmm. it's like it's like a, it's like a mega force situation, right? Where you're like I'm being ironic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. the critics, seven um, percent of the critics gave this a positive <laughs> review, whereas the audience side of things, we got forty four percent. Yeah, it is almost fresh. Almost, <laughs> it's close. It's about sixteen percent away. Not about exactly. Um. So let's get into these reviews here on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics first. Uh, we got Stephen Holden from the New York Times who says, The lifeless music and dance sequences in which the rapper performs with his crew have the feel of low-budget video clips that have been inserted almost by mistake. Uh, David Neusser from Real Film Reviews writes, Dot, dot, dot. A best forgotten relic of the 90s. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sure there's more in the full review, but no, that's it. <laughs> um, Luke Y. Thompson from the New Times says the most brilliantly insane pop star movie ever, lensed by Spielberg regular Janice Kaminsky, and loaded with stylistic strangeness. Ice rules, rules, <laughs> and that's not an audience review. <laughs> point yeah, uh, Mike McGarniga. Oh. I don't know how it's pronounced. It's a mouthful. It's Yes. Anyway, he worked for Aisle Seat. And he wrote, so bad, it's borderline fascinating. There's no borderline about it. Pretty fucking fascinating. Yeah, for sure. Daniel Barnes of Dare Daniel says, the artist formerly known as Robert Van Winkle plays John Johnny Van Owen, a charmless, disgusting, misogynist, and talentless performer. It's quite literally the part he was born to play. <laughs> uh, well, TV Guide wrote, uh, Favorite lines? Drop that zero and get with the hero. You live your life for someone else. You ain't living. Oh, I forgot about that one. <laughs> Words of wisdom from Vanilla Ice. Mm-hmm. Um, shall we dive into the pit? Yes, let's. All right. Let's go into the Not audience. The fun mosh pit type. No, no. Uh, but Thrasher might be there. Okay. <laughs> uh, the audience reviews. Let's see here. Let's let's go with just D. Um, just, just Dick. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Just uh, I believe <laughs> I, I'm sure he te- he teamed up with uh, just Joe back in the late '90s in WWE. Yeah. <laughs> That's a deep cut. There we go. Yeah, it is. Uh, he gives it one and a half stars, actually. And he says, the fact that this movie got made is one of the most impressive things to ever happen. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, uh, uh, John J., uh, which I assume is short for John Jacob Jinkelheimer Schmidt. Of course, his name is my name, too. Uh-huh. And when you go out, do people always shout? They do. Oh, there goes John Jacob Jinkelheimer Schmidt. Yeah, yeah that's what I hear. Um, so well, he gave it a half star oh. uh, and wrote worst movie I ever saw even worse than the Neil Breen ones it's a whole movie of Vanilla Ice kissing his own ass <laughs> I mean po- more poorly made than the Neil Breen movies I don't know about that I, I think he just means uh, I, maybe as far as like acting and story wise, because at least this did have some production value to it. Yeah, I was gonna say, and, and, and some lighting. <laughs> but you know what this didn't have, Nathan? <laughs> a guy sitting at a table spilling lettuce all over the desk. 
Or or telling his friend he couldn't help him out of this one because he killed himself. Or someone retiring as president of the bank. Goodbye. <laughs> Love that movie. Uh, James R. Ooh, I'm assuming James Remar. It has to be. Uh, says, five stars. A remarkably delightful and poignant dramedy. Vanilla Ice to- turns in a tour de force performance. Uh, yeah, he's, he's going for the yucks. Um... <laughs> Fondil M gave the movie five stars and simply wrote, Vanilla Ice getting that money. Dollar sign, 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 dollar sign. Um, okay, I've got one here from <laughs> Cody C. And I was, wasn't going to include it because I thought they were just being ridiculous, but he stresses that he's not being ironic. Um, it says, you're going to think I'm being ironic or whatever by giving this five stars, but I'm serious. This is one of the greatest films ever made. There is no other movie like it. It's a fucking avant-garde pop dadaist masterpiece. If you're into Lynch, <laughs> Makavejev, Herzog, you need to see this. Not kidding at all. Five stars. Just compare this to David Lynch and Warner Herzog. I sure did. Oh, Wow. Some words you can't take back. Nope. Those are in the ether now. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Tommy W. Um, which oh, shit. I assume, I assume it has to be him. Oh, my God. This movie is <laughs> not as good as my movie. Come see the room. In, in fairness, he gave it one star. Buy watches and, on my website. And right. I almost feel sorry for Vanilla Ice XD. <laughs> I'm assuming it's supposed to be the emoticon for, like, the, you know, clenched eyes while laughing I, I can hear him saying XD, though. <laughs> XD? Or in that case, I guess he'd be like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> um, This is, I guess, my last one here. It's from Jace H. He says, oh, my God, this is bad. But to be honest, it is bad, that good, stupid, yes, bad, pretty much. Great for jokes, you bet. So, in my opinion, it deserves at least 3.5, two and a half stars. <laughs> what i th- i think i think his brain exploded <laughs> it must have um the last one i got is from michael s he gave it one star um and wrote on the good film scale it's just awful but on the entertainment scale it's amazing it's so gloriously bad it's hilarious and that means an extra star in my a half star in my book so he was only going to give it a half a star but because it was so <laughs> Balls out entertaining. He gave it a full one star. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say, but in terms of the entertainment, it's also awful. <laughs> 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 the first time I ever watched this movie uh, was on late night television. Oh, really? You know, it was on like uh, like a midnight movie on ASN way back in the day. Oh, shit. ASN. Yeah, the Atlantic Satellite Network. That's a blast from the past. Right? They used to they used to show movies, uh, man, every night at midnight for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, but I, like this was back, of course, before we had a gazillion channels to choose from. But every... They had a movie at 8 and a movie at midnight. And the movies at 8 were always like the, the AAA stuff. Like Back to the Future would be on it at 8. But um, at midnight, there was al- it was always either like horror or just absolute schlock and 
uh, because of those late night horror movie slash schlock viewings, I got to see Aliens for the first time oh. and this movie for the first time. Oh wow, that yeah, Aliens legitimately great to show at yep. uh, at midnight show. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know what, you kids today, <laughs> you don't know what it's like to have to watch <laughs> the Superstation for four hours just to watch Dumb and Dumber. Okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> and you and your your VODs and your PBRs and your Netflix. Yeah, and your your primes and your your Hulu. <laughs> go to bed old man <laughs> yeah uh you want to do anything today no dumb and dumber starts at four o'clock so maybe we can hang out at midnight <laughs> <laughs> oh the superstation uh, remember dinner in a movie yes i remember dinner in a movie Beans i remember the dram the, the drambui showcase review oh i remember watching some uh joe bob briggs too back in the day Oh, he's back on Shutter now. They're do the drive-in. Uh, the it's on it's on Shutter, and they're yeah. live. He, yeah. he broadcasts live. Yes. So there you go, guys. If you want to watch Joe Bob Briggs, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, at this point again, we say normally we give out a hint as to what's coming next week, but we're we're in a listener's choice month, so we already laid out kind of what's coming up this month. So we'll just announce it next week. We are talking about the. Disaster. Um, <laughs> disaster of a film. 1998's Godzilla. Yes, the one with Matthew Broderick. Yep. 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 Not the decent one with uh, Brian Cranston and Kickass. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so we're going to talk about that um, with, uh, of course, almost the entire cast of The Simpsons is in it. So we'll get into mm-hmm. that as well. Um, but until then. Nathan, keep fit and have fun. Oh, <laughs> body break. Uh, is Hal Johnson or Joanne McLeod there to say a few words? Unfortunately, they are not. Uh, he, she is off brushing his glorious Tom Selleck esque mustache, and as we both know, that is a three hour job. <laughs> a three hour job. God, we are just alienating every person that's under like twenty years old. <laughs> <laughs> Who are they talking about? What? <laughs> what? What streaming platform is that on? <laughs> ASN is <laughs> awesome. <Clear>? Azen. <laughs> but yeah, Montrose. Montrose. Just a second, I'll get. All right. Hello, it's your good friend Montrose Minkington the Third here, and I'd just like to say kudos to you chaps uh, for for braving such a cinematic disaster piece uh, as cool as ice uh, I say no thank you I'm British and my films should be sensible you know like life force uh, I would like to invite you to to check out my YouTube channel uh, Montrose Monkington TV um, as well as my Facebook group uh, Montrose uh, Montrose Monkington the third Esquire and friends uh, and if you are so enticed by th- both of those you may tweet at me on the Twitter uh, at Montrose the third that's the number three RD. I haven't been keeping up with it lately, uh, but if you do uh, send me something, I will eventually send something back to you. Thank you! Or later. Montrose, we were good until you said the life force thing. Oh, were you? Okay. <laughs> I like the first 20 minutes of that movie, and that's it. Oh, well, that's, that's you know, it's, it's not for everyone. Uh, just like this movie. <laughs> well, thank you once again. Oh, well, yes, absolutely. It was, it was my pleasure. Oh, okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And yours. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Toodaloo. All right, yeah, it was. And he says, uh, so long, thank you, more later. <laughs> there he is. Ah, but you know what? You can find us on all, every podcatcher. Any podcatcher out there, I'm sure you'll find us. Just search for what were they thinking. Of course, our home base is www.ttpodcast.podbean.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at www.ttpodcast. Just search for us on Facebook, what were they thinking? We also have a Facebook group, what were they thinking interactive, where you can talk directly to us. You can talk to us on the page too, but you know, it's more interactive in the group. Um, we're also uh, we're also on Patreon at patreon.com slash WWTT podcast. If you sign up today, probably, we're gonna, I'm going to set a date now, Nathan. I'm going to lay it down. Um, if you sign up today for Patreon, let's say till the end of the summer. So let's say to the, I mean, te- not technically the end of the summer, but let's say to the end of August, if okay. you sign up uh, for Patreon, you will automatically get a movie pick um to that we will cover on the show regardless of what tier you sign up for if you sign up for a tier that you already get a movie pick anyway you know what we'll give you two two in back-to-back succession so how's that how do they make any money how do you like them apples um i think that's it yeah that's it so nathan um do you i mean i don't know how you could but, I don't uh, think I could. I mean, I don't sure how I could either. But uh, considering I was probably a bigger Vanilla Ice fan when when this came out, uh, I, were you even existing at that time? <laughs> <laughs> I was very young. Um, okay. I only saw this movie for the first time about three, four years ago. Okay. So, but but do you have? But I mean, do you have any questions anyway? I well, actually, I do because it's not necessarily so much about the happenings in this movie. What? No. Um, as far as like the like the the story and whatnot goes, but some of maybe the logic. Okay. Um. So I mean, I, I mean, in, in a movie where um, uh, Vanilla Ice uh, is the the leader of of the pack, uh, if you will. <laughs> Uh, and uh, manages to go to a, a town uh, that has uh, topiary butt plugs along their main street uh, and commits s- several, several crimes without any sort of repercussions whatsoever by the local authorities, state, or federal authorities. I just, I really need to know mm-hmm. as far as those authorities go. Yeah, yeah. What were they thinking? Is she really going out with him? Well, there she is. Let's ask her. Betty, is that Jimmy's ring you're wearing? Mm-hmm. Gee, it must be great riding with him. Is he picking you up after school today? Mm-mm. By the way, where'd you meet him?
I heard you like movies. I heard you like to hustle. I heard you like podcasts. Well, guess what? There's a podcast for you out there called The Home Video Hustle. Damn right. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I put a bunch of movies in a bag and PJ picks one out at random. And then we just watch it. We talk about it for maybe like an hour, hour and a half, two hours. Whatever we feel like doing, wherever the conversation leads us. But do we actually talk about the movie? Most of the time. Ah. Tangents galore. Yes. So believe me, we may be a movie podcast, but it's not always about movies. We might talk about video games. Mm-hmm. Music. music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the big one, music. Uh, sometimes we might get a little bit of politicalness in there. Yes. Sometimes we may just, oh, we know what we like to do. We like to tell stories, PJ. Ah, yes. I am the master storyteller <laughs> yes. of the podcast realm. <laughs> Undefeated. So if you like to hear about movies, video games, whatever foolishness comes to our mind, the most random stuff you can think of, check out the Home Video Hustle. You can find us on the Stitchers. Yes. The Google Play. Yes. Apple Podcasts. What else? Podbean. What else? Podcast Addict. Goddamn. All that. Ain't no reason you can't get your hustle on. We everywhere. Worldwide, baby. Hustle, motherfucker. Hustle. Hey, we can't cuss in the promo, PJ. Ah. We gotta be family friendly. There may be podcasts out there that don't want his hair to say. Ah. 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 All that good fun stuff. <laughs> well, <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't run the listeners away, PJ. Ah, I'm sorry. But this is going kind of long. Yes. So we'll end this and say, hey, check out the Home Video Hustle every Friday on all the various podcast outlets. Peace. Peace.